everybody, this is Side Character Quest. Uh, this is me, Ty, your, your host as usual, I suppose. And um, this week we have a very special guest, which I'm saying as if uh, as if she is like famous on, on the web, but you know, not yet, but maybe, maybe someday. Or maybe you are famous, I don't know. Hey, no, what's no. your name? Hi, I'm Ellen. There's, uh, there's a lot of people like me, but I'm the only one of me. <laughs> hey, Ellen. Uh, what, what, what's, what's up? How you doing? You ready to play a game? You ready to do some stuff? Oh yeah, totally ready. I mean, the kind of ready where you, you are completely unprepared, so you don't know how unready you are. But yeah, I'm ready. Nice. Uh, so speaking of being unprepared, um, tell the listeners how much D and D you've played in the past. Uh, zero. First time. Um, yeah other experience with D&D, I've listened to Side Character Quest, and I've listened to Adventure Zone, and that is pretty much it. So uh, I I had, for the listener, uh, I reached out to uh, some friends a while back and and asked them like, hey, you know, if anybody you know wants to be on Side Character Quest at some point in the future, you should let me know. And uh, Ellen was just like, yeah, yeah, yes. And no one, no one else was. So like, Ellen, she got the spot. I, I competed with a field of contestants in a tournament bracket of one. <laughs> yeah, but well, I mean, we we do have we do have a fair number of people that uh, are not my friends from outside of podcasting. Um, but uh, as in, that is to say, I have a few. Okay, whatever. Listen. Okay, so Listen. I'm the I'm the nepotism candidate. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Whatever, I've, I'm doing bad at... at ho- it's been a while, guys. It's been like a month since we recorded uh, Mallory's finale. So get, cut, a, cut us some slack. We talked a while back about the character you wanted to play. And um, it was... The, the way this happened is that uh, I had asked that same group of people, like if they wanted to be name dropped in the show, if I they wanted to have a character named after them. And you came back with this like very detailed description of the character that you wanted and so I named this character Ellen Quayle after you and then when I when you said that you wanted to uh, be on the show it was like well I'm gonna be that character that I made uh, so so tell us a little bit about Ellen Quayle yeah so it's a little bit weird to be playing a character that shares my name uh, I don't know if that makes it easier or harder but Ellen Quayle is a dwarf character who is a glass uh, uh, glassmaker and is also the guildmaster um, for the Guild of Glassblowers. And I think she appeared in Mallory's series briefly as a cameo, uh, mm-hmm. originally as a NPC in a podcast about side characters. Um, <laughs> so it's the most side of side characters. But now it's her time in the spotlight. Um, so she, how much should I go into the the background? Uh, I, I, I guess, um, you can tell me like a couple of things, just like what, what were some of the, the very basic things that you told me when you were setting her up? Let's see. So I, I do not pretend to know how to blow glass. I've done a little bit of lamp work, which is working with a torch on a bench, um, very a little bit of it and so uh ellen quayle is you know who i aspire to be if i decide (laughs) to dedicate my life to glass blowing uh but she leads the guild of glass blowers she's not necessarily the best 
guild master. Um, she is not necessarily a people person, as you would say, uh, but she does throw herself into her, her work. Um, she really likes to work with glass and uh, is a very creative glass blower. She especially loves to work with stained glass and uh, infusing different types of stained glass with magic. Uh, and that is one of the services that she performs as Guildmaster. Um, and she has managed with her talents to pull together, you know, groups of like minded glass blowers in the kind of main central city of Cirque. Nice. Yeah, perfect. Great, great explanation. Recently, you've gotten a new assignment from uh, the Congress Monastery, who has uh, some broken, um, broken windows. And one of those windows was forged, including a um, very special piece of uh, a special piece of glass that changes colors through through the seasons as the seasons change. Uh, and that was was forged with a very special rare mineral. You have been hired to repair this window, uh, repair this broken glass, um, this broken stained glass, I should specify. But in order to do so, you have to get your hands on this very rare ore. You have, through a lot of research um, and pulling in knowledge from various uh, apprentices and other members of your guild, uh, you've managed to track it down to um, the Ashburn Mine, and and know that somewhere deep in that mine there is uh the edge of a vein of that ore and that you just need to get down there then you'll be able to harvest that go home back home to cirque and uh finish this commission all make sense excellent was this glass broken by uh by alden during the job that was performed no it was not um, but it is it is mentioned in that episode. So uh, look out. So listeners, um, you by the time this comes out, you'll know that uh, that this is a thing. You may remember um, one of uh, Quail's underlings, Lee, uh, and Lee is actually um, going on this trip with you. She was seen studying this uh, stained glass, um, doing some sketches. So tell me, this this person that's um, going to be traveling with you, do you think that she is more of an apprentice, like pretty low, new to this? Or do you do you think that she's more of a a like artisan in her own right at this point? Do you, would you take along somebody that was that was a little bit more respected and independent? She helps me communicate with people because Quail does not like to. She doesn't have a very good uh, public persona. Mm -hmm. She is awkward in conversation with people. Um, and so the people that are around her have gotten used to this uh, and so can kind of translate with her. So she Lee is probably a trusted friend and also, you know, also a craftsperson who is able to interpret very, very vague instructions and uh, and directions and also create very, very high quality work. All right. Nice. I am so glad we're on the same page with this because that is exactly like the, the uh, that is exactly like what I was what I was imagining for this character as well. Um, that's great. So uh, to get to Ashburn Mine, you guys have been um, riding from Cirque uh, up the main river and have been riding on the E.S. Ogden, uh, which is a, a ship uh, that has a big like sort of 
I guess sort of what what is the word for those? It looks kind of like a steamship, but it's not a steamship. Um, Does it have a water wheel? It's got a water wheel. That's the word I wanted. It has one of those big old water wheels on the back and on the little butt end. And it's uh, the fastest way to go upstream up this river. Uh, And you have been making your way um, far, far to the east uh, to those mines. Uh, You've been on the the ship for I'm not going to say exactly how long because I don't know the math for how fast is reasonable. Um, (laughs) uh, But you've been on this for a while and this ship is fairly like what's what's the word I want? Like it's kind of treated like a like a a vacation luxury kind of thing. Like you you guys are kind of taking a bit of a break. Um, Lee has, you know, been like, all right, so I know where this is business, but like quail needs Quail needs some some time to like chill uh, and not just be like working all the time. So there are things like uh, there's some, you know, uh, faro tables, just type of uh, gambling. Um, there's a band that performs at night. Um, there's a nice little diner car, um, all sorts of things. What have you been doing uh, on this ride? I would say that I've mostly been muttering to myself, drawing up new designs in a in a sketchbook that I bring with me um, and probably planning out some new projects because I'm not in the workshop right now. And that is and I'm also surrounded by strangers uh, who <laughs> are there to socialize. So that is not necessarily my element. Cool. You're sitting in in this uh, poker room or sorry, this Pharaoh room. Pharaoh is an actual game. I tried looking up like sort of uh, older poker like games, um, and that was the the best one that came up. So you're on this. uh, You're just sort of like hanging out and you've over time, you've sort of like, I guess, like taken over one of the tables and are just have a bunch of things spread out. And there's uh, there's some uh, this guy with like a deck of cards who's like eyeing you Um, like, man, I just I need to tell her to leave. But like, uh uh out from the corner of your eye uh you see uh your apprentice uh lee approaching and she sits down next to you and uh says um oh boy so i looked <laughs> up i listened to the uh the episode uh that had where she shows up and her voice was like basically just mine but like a little like uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of talk like this um, because I, I hadn't been planning on making her a character. So I, I, I don't know if that's what I want to do. Um, just sort of. Um, yeah. So. Uh, oh, OK. Uh, is that distinct enough? I have no idea. OK. Well, <laughs> um, uh, hey, uh, uh, Guildmaster Quail, um, what, what are mm. you what are you working on over here? I uh, plans plans for <laughs> for new things. Um, oh, oh, okay. Uh, have, have you had, have you had lunch today? Have you been doing what? anything else? Um, is it, is it lunch? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's like, uh, two o'clock. Um, okay. See, listen, uh, we're, we're almost to, uh, our stop. Um, I don't know if you want to like get your stuff ready to go. I don't know what. Uh, what what are you bringing? I'm, I mean, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Uh, give me. Can is do we have an hour? Do we have an? I can finish in an hour. Can uh, you get me one of those like, rolls? The, the I they had those rolls at dinner. Do they still have those rolls? Uh, uh, she she looks at you and she um sort of 
rubs her head and is like, um, okay, so I'll, I'll get your, I'll get your pack. Okay. You just, um, she, she looks over, uh, at a waiter walking by with some food and he's like, I, I'm going to have some food just sent over here. Okay. Um, you, I'll, I'll get everything ready. Uh, and she, uh, hustles over, um, and goes back to your room, um, to grab your stuff. Uh, do you do you just continue with oh, uh, keep, with your thing? I keep working. I'm nice. oblivious to everything else in this room. Okay. Eventually, you 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 hear uh, you you eventually notice. Well, I'm not. Hmm, I don't know what your. I'm gonna look up what your passive perception is. Just to sort of see what you would see. It's it's not great. Um, you don't really <laughs> notice anything um, going on in this space. Uh, but eventually, like 30 minutes or so later, um, there is a sort of shake in the ship as it slows. Um, and then you uh, feel a knock through the whole ship um, as presumably it touches touches ground on the side of the river. And at this point, uh, you look up from your stuff and you notice that um, Lee has been sitting there with your pack for a while and she has like a little drafting case uh, with all of you know to uh, she's started putting up some of your your papers into this case are you are you have you finished all of your stuff are you ready to go um, I'm still scribbling in my notebook but I have gotten up and have started walking while scribbling uh, and I trust Lee to pack up the papers in a way that I can lay out again Nice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so she takes care of that. Um, as you're you're getting up, um, there's a few things that you know you might might have seen uh, were you to you know be looking around. You there's like a, a band of uh, folks wearing straw boater hats walking uh, to set up on deck. You notice a person in uh, wizardly robes uh, who looks very just very exhausted coming up from um, from the back of the ship and uh, and heading towards the front where the band is is setting up. You also notice like a little drunk couple uh, at one of the tables in the the poker room um, that are just they're fawning all over each other. And they are clearly like it is it is like not even three yet. Uh, It's kind of ridiculous. But all all the stuff has been going on in this this uh, pretty lax, chill, chill ship. And uh, you basically make your way to the the side and eventually uh, like a couple moments later, um, Lee pops up. Uh, on your side next to you and you guys are um, standing waiting for the uh, for the little little bridge to the dock to get laid down roll me a perception check what I suppose I could have had you roll that before telling you all that information but like (laughs) I wanted to give you like some setting some of the scene before like you roll a two excellent Um, what what dice so how that works uh, do you have that um, stat block that I gave you? Yes. Okay. Uh, so um, for the listener's sake, uh, I will say because Ellen hasn't played D&D before, um, I created a very like basic stat block, kind of like what you make for a monster or an NPC. Uh, and I gave that to her um, so that she doesn't have to have like a whole character sheet since she hadn't played before. So... Um, if you look at the little quick view section, mm-hmm. you'll see um, wisdom is yes. one of the values. It says yes. uh, plus one. Mm-hmm. So what I need you to do is uh, roll me a that 20 sided die, the, the largest dice. Excellent. Roll that and add a one to it and tell me what you get. Ooh. 
This is great. I got a six, so that's a seven. Nice. Um, so yeah, you uh you see somebody like standing by the um you you're still like really engrossed. I almost bump into this person, I assume. Yeah, yeah. You, you almost bump into this dude who is uh, is in charge of like lowering that bridge. But uh, pretty much, you know, that there is a dock um, that you're about to get onto, to uh, and and there's some some grass and some dirt and stuff. And that's that's all you really know, uh, just by looking out onto this this path. So. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, what do you what do you do um, after that? That gets laid down. You could just like walk off the ship. This is where the adventure starts. This is where you can do whatever you want. Excellent. Um, can you remind me what city we're in now? You are not in a city right now. Um, you are just docked on the side of the river. There's seems to be like uh, there, there's not really much of a, a city here. There's like maybe a small small building and there's some forest and off in the distance there's some like uh, short mountains but there's not like stuff as far as you can see all right so but this is the closest dock point to ashburn yeah excellent all right so i hastily finish up my scribbles and close my book because I have realized that if I continue walking with this, I'm probably going to mess up my drawings more than I will <laughs> actually uh, get any work done. So I have closed my book. I look around um, and I turn to Lee. Uh, what what are we doing again? Where are we going? Uh, um, OK, so. All right. We're 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 taking that. Tr- OK, we're getting off the boat. We're taking that trail. We're going to the mine and then we're going to be back here by next by tomorrow before tomorrow morning, hopefully tonight, but before tomorrow morning, because that's when the boat leaves again. OK, oh. OK, so we, yes, we just got, we have to. That's important. She has this this mix of like she's trying to be respectful, but also like like she's trying to be forceful, like you've got to pay more attention. Uh, so so lead lead the way okay i just start walking down the main road without knowing (laughs) how far i have to go or what direction or how long we're going for i just start walking (laughs) okay so so it is a it is a pretty uh a pretty like straightforward there is basically just one road so you uh you make your your way without a problem um and you basically have um, walk away from this riverside and enter into uh, pretty pretty thick uh, woods. There's uh, lots of like uh, different types of trees, um, maybe some live oak, maybe some pawpaw, uh, different things like that. But it, it gets it gets fairly thick for a while. And um, let's see if uh, let's see if anything happens along the way. Uh, no, nothing, nothing happens. Um, you, uh, you are, are pretty chill, but, um, roll me, roll me another perception check along while you walk. All right. Ooh, even better. That was a three. So total four. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess you notice, um, I guess you notice some ants on the ground. (laughs) You notice some ants. Uh, like a little mound mound of dirt with some ants on it. Ooh, ants! And uh, that that's all you really see um, while you're walking, uh, making your way down this this path. Hey, hey, Lee, hey, Lee. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
did you did you ever get those rolls? And uh, and she looked looks back at you and then we cut away to a full like lunch with like those rolls and then some potatoes and uh, various other things like just sitting cold on your table <laughs> untouched. And uh, uh, and she she pull reaches into your pack and like grabs some like jerky and hands it to you. It's like I got something um, here you go. Thanks. <laughs> how how far are we going? Um, I mean, it shouldn't be too much longer. Uh, I, I think this is the voice I'm going to do like a little bit, um, a little nasally. Um, OK, so, yeah, it shouldn't be uh, too much longer, I think. Um, just just like another 20 minutes or so. W- what are you doing while you walk? You're just like just kind of making your way. Um. I'm sort of just looking up around at the forest. I think I whenever I'm not around people, it's easier for me to find inspiration for things that I'm working on. And so I like to look at patterns, uh, whether that's in nature or not. Um, And so because this is a forest, I'm probably looking at trees, branches, leaves, kind of trying to figure out how uh, how those patterns in nature are governed. Nice. OK, so you're you're seeing a lot of different stuff. You're seeing um, a lot of these, like I mentioned before, you're seeing some live oak and some pawpaw. So you have like these uh, these green fruits um, dangling from these trees with these big kind of waxy leaves. Um, you also see uh, some trees with uh, just dangling like stringy moss hanging off of the branches. And it's it's a pretty lovely sight. The the way the the light is filtering in through the 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 I wanted to say Spanish moss, but I guess like Spain doesn't exist, so I don't know. <laughs> um, but the way it's filtering through is is very it's very pleasant. It's it's very nice. I don't know if you get any inspiration from that, but you know it's a it's going on. Um, I appreciate it. I also keep wandering off the path to look <laughs> more closely at things. Yeah, uh, you you do that. Um, maybe uh, you have a, a as you sort of wander off the path, um, you you bump into a boar that's like gnawing on a uh, one of those fallen fruits and it kind of like and then like runs off. Was that a good boar noise? I don't know. <laughs> that was a great uh, boar noise. That was oh, wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it, it, it runs off uh, in the other direction. Um, and Lee like grabs your shoulder and is like uh, back this way uh, and pushes you off. Boars are terrifying. Yeah, boars are rough. That could have they can really mess you up. Listen, who's to say whether or not I rolled a check to see if you're going to have a fight with a boar? Ah, but, uh, it's possible. It's possible. Um, but eventually, o- over a little bit of time, uh, you see the trees starting to part a little bit. Um, what time of day is it? Uh, it's probably it's probably been a little less than an hour um, okay, since you so started walking. Like so three, I would say probably a little bit closer to four. OK, uh, just because you left around three o'clock. So it's probably closer to like four. OK, what's the season? Probably early fall, uh, mid fall, maybe something like that. So it's not too and it's 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 hot um, like uh. this. The, the place you live doesn't get super cold ever so um and i guess you don't live here but that also applies here um Mm -hmm. it it, you're you're not chilly or anything okay um so the sun is probably gonna set in an hour or two 
Uh, probably closer to like three or four hours. Okay. It's probably going to close to close to like seven thirty, eight o'clock, something mm-hmm. like that. Um. Okay. So we're we've exited the forest and we're walking. Yes. Yes. To is there a town around the mines? Ah, perfect. Uh, roll me another perception check. Mm. <laughs> See if this goes any better. Actually, wait, no. Roll me a history check. Okay. Uh, because if, you you asked if there was a town around the mines, ah. and, and so I want to actually answer the question that you asked. All right. Uh, same dice. Uh, if if that was good, you can use it. <laughs> All right. That was a seventeen, so it's eighteen. Okay. Cool. Um. Oh. Uh. And actually, you're using um intelligence, not yes. wisdom. Okay. So you right plus two, so that's nineteen. 19. So uh, for this, um, you when you were like doing all of your research um, to sort of prepare for this trip, you know that there was a town that was around this mine that that sort of propped up, but it never really developed that much because the the mine got shut down not long after it it opened uh, just because it was not super profitable for whatever reason. You know that the town sort of sit sits in this uh u-shaped cliffside if that makes sense um like there's there's tall uh cliffs all around it and it's it's sort of resting in that um but like i said it was never really developed that much uh and also um as far as you know nobody lives there anymore that being said roll me a perception check all right (laughs) cool so i learned a lot about this town Ooh. (laughs) all right back to those Great rolls. That was a nine with my plus one. Okay. Um, so you stepping in, uh, stepping out from the trees, you do see that you are in that space. You are at the sort of the open space of a U, sort of an upside down U, I guess. Or maybe an, I guess it would be like a lowercase n. Listen, it's a U. Uh, <laughs> um, it's you. It's you. Um, and you see uh, ahead of you a bunch of like, really really run down buildings sort of separating you from the bottom of that you where you see a very tall structure um, a tall metal structure on the opposite side of this run down seemingly abandoned town but at the front of that town it, you see uh, a faded um, sign and you see a fence and then like a little uh, a little I guess like shed a little gatehouse that's right next to the opening in the fence. Oh, right. Uh, and you are maybe like a hundred feet away, like from that area, maybe maybe like a football field away. That's not a hundred feet at all, but listen, it's, it's about that far. Um, so if you want to just straight up approach, uh, go for it. Um, yeah. How far are we from the mines at this point? Uh, so the, the town is not huge, but it, it's, I would say that it's at least if you're a football field away from uh, from this fence, the mine is at least like two football fields away from that. Like it's just on the opposite side of this this space. OK. Uh, hey, hey, Lee. Uh, yeah, I think we should go get that or if we can tonight, because I don't I don't know if we'll find it right away. And I want to. I don't want to uh, to do it tomorrow and not find it 
and then have to leave. So I want to try today and then if we can't find it, try again tomorrow morning and we can camp out in one of these buildings over here and I can work on work on the rest of my designs after we get out of the mine. Okay. Um, yeah. So the, the boat leaves at like 9 a.m. So yeah. Yeah. She, she looks at you like, like we've talked about this. Uh, yeah. Let's let where, where were we planning to stay? Uh, <laughs> so, um, so, uh, we were, we were gonna, we were gonna try to go today and then try to get back to the boat tonight. We were only gonna stay, like, camp out if worst case scenario. So, so, uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully we're not gonna have to stay anywhere. Um, she does have, like, uh, you do notice that she has a bedroll and you remember that you have a bedroll in your pack. So, like, you guys will be good. Um, but you, you probably, I would imagine since you knew this, this town was here, um, I, I imagine that you'll probably, that you were probably anticipating being able to just crash in whatever <laughs> building. Um, also, I, I don't know, I feel like I'm making her very argumentative and I don't mean to. <laughs> That's okay. She's probably dealt um, with this for, she's, she's probably at the end of her rope. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you just, you just go straight, straight into this town. Yes, I you know what? It doesn't even nighttime doesn't matter because we're going to be underground. That's true. I guess it doesn't matter if we're in the mines at night. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Actually, it might be better because if there were bats, all the bats would leave, too. Hey, that's that's fair. All right, cool. So, yeah, you uh, you start walking towards this. Um, this building and as you or sorry, this uh, this fence that leads into this town. And um, as you do, as you approach, you can sort of make out in the sign that rests over the fence. Um, it says, welcome to Ashburn. Uh, and it's just it's very faded. Um, the let uh, some of the the paint is peeling off. Um, it's pretty rough. Uh, and as you are approaching the gate, um, you uh, hear a voice call out to you well howdy folks how you doing oh, oh, uh. and uh and you see a um a hat pop out from behind from that uh behind the counter of that little gatehouse uh and and you don't don't see a face you just see a hat hi, hi. hello who who are well, how, how, how are you doing and uh you see two hands like grab onto the uh the counter and uh, pull themselves up and you see a very like gnarled uh gnome man um standing there uh and he is just like um looks at you and says well welcome to ashburn how you guys doing today what, who, who what are you well, I'm uh, I'm here. I'm the first proprietor of this here historical reenactment town. Welcome to Ashburn. It's a perfect place to learn your history about mining and uh, frontier lands and all that wonderful stuff. Welcome to Ashburn. How you doing? Howdy, howdy, howdy. Wait, How you doing? Wait, I thought you said there wasn't going to be anybody here. I, I, I didn't think there was going to be anybody here. It's like, there's no... There's no trade here. Like I had to bribe the captain to let us like dock here overnight. Like th there's not supposed to be people here. Well, what are you guys whispering about over there? You guys having a good time? You ready to uh, give yourself on a little tour? Uh, 
What's your name? My name is Comstock. What's your name? Quail. Quail? Oh, how to do quail? I, I, oh, man, that's like a little bird. I love quail. They're delightful. I, sometimes I take their little egglings and I, I pickle them up in a little jar and it's wonderful. Oh, yes. Delicious. Delicious. Oh, I, but don't worry. I wouldn't do that to any of your little egglings. Do you, I don't know if you lay any little egglings, but trust me, I'd listen, if you did, I would not pickle them. Don't you worry. Your egglings are safe. I am a dwarf. Oh, oh, see, sorry there. Uh, I have a hard time telling dwarves from Dragonborn, and I know Dragonborn. I'm pretty sure they lay egglings, so I just figured maybe you'd be the same thing, you know? It's been a while since I've seen another person. <laughs> I don't know about <laughs> this guy. Mr. Uh, Mr. Comstock. Com- Comstock. We're, we're just, we're just... We're here to just grab some stuff from the mines and get out of your way. So, uh, we'll, can can we just, uh, scoot on by? Scoot on over to the the cannery? Why, yes, you can. (laughs) That's a little pun joke. I didn't even intend that. But no, uh, seriously, though, the, the mine's off limits. Well, uh, we're, we're looking for some, some very special special things we're looking for some special things he uh he leans over the counter um sort of like rests himself over it and gets like really close um kind of in between both of you um and he says there's ghosts in the mine there's ghosts in the mine uh uh you don't want to go in there it's dangerous Last time a person went into the mine, they never returned. Mr. Comstock, are... Yes? Are you a ghost? Well, all I can say is there hasn't been anyone living here in nearly 40 years. So I guess by that definition, I am a ghost. Yeah, so uh, you, you guys, you guys here for the tour? He has completely, like, ignored what you said, I guess. Do you... Mr. Combs, is, is, there a, is there a map of the mines? Is there a mine office? I would love a tour of the mine office. Well, sure, we've got, a, we've got ourselves a, a, a mine, like... I mean, next to the next to the old the old like shaft lift, uh, we've we've got a little map of what used to be the mines back when it was active. Um, but uh, I mean, I suppose that's at the end of the tour, though. It's kind of the climax of the tour. It's kind of the the special ending for the tour. Oh, that sounds gross. Sorry about that. I didn't. <laughs> I did not mean to listen. He uh, he stands stands up on top of the counter now, um, hands folded out, uh, pleadingly in front of you. Listen, don't tell my manager. I swear I did not. I did not mean it for sound like that. I promise. Um, but anyway, uh, for you guys, you guys ready to see uh you guys ready to see blah, blah, blah. he just starts like talking off and uh lee leans over to you um and whispers in your ears like do we want to like do we want to like sneak past this guy like do we want to just go on the t- what what do we want to do here lee, lee i i think we need the map of the the veins and the and the shafts because i there is what is the mineral what's the mineral we're looking for again uh what do you want it to be called 
it's basically just like a a a, rea- uh, a mineral that like reacts to the change of seasons. Um, so like I, I don't know that it has a particular name um, unless you I mean, I'm sure it does, but I, I have not given it one. It's something that has to do with time. I'm just going to look up uh, if there's uh, what about temporolite? That's not bad. Uh, Wait, what is what does lapis lazuli mean? It's a blue. Um, it's a blue gem slash pigment. But what do the words mean? Etymology. Lapis. Uh, lapis is the word for stone. Mm-hmm. So how about like lapis tempura or tempura? <laughs> I'm just thinking fried rocks. Tempura. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, lapis. What is what is like Latin for time? Um, tempus. Lapis tempus. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. All right. Cool. Lee, if if we want to find the Lapis Tempest vein, we we're going to need that map because it's it's a small vein in a in a big mine. I'm a I'm not. Uh, there it is. Um, there's the voice. Uh, I'm not above uh, pushing down an old man and taking his map. Um, I, I if 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 you want to just like. How do you want to do it? Lee, can can you go on the tour? Can you just go? (laughs) Roll me a a persuasion check. Charisma. Ooh, that's going to be great. Okay, that was a 14 with the negative one. Okay, I'm going to roll versus her. uh, I'm going to have her do a wisdom saving throw. Uh, She got a 19. (laughs) No, um, I'm not going anywhere alone with this guy. Just 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 distract him so I can go to the office and steal the maps or just look at them just so I I can just look at them. But you can you can you know, you said you wanted to knock him down and, and knock him out like that's that's fine with me. That's okay with me. You can do that as soon as I get in there. But, you know, maybe he'll tell you something. So I just have to talk to him. I just need to talk to him for like a little. I just need to do for a little bit until you get the map. Yeah. And then and then we'll just, you know, we'll run into the mine and hope that the uh, the thought of ghosts scares him. Okay. um, Roll me another another uh, another one. I'm going to. Yeah. Roll me another check. Are ghosts real? Wait, uh, roll me an arcana (laughs) check. What's the. So that's going to be intelligence. Ooh, that was a three plus two. So that's five. You don't know. You don't know shit about ghosts. All right. I don't care. I don't care about ghosts. Um, so uh, as far as you know, they could be or they, they might not be. But um, now roll uh, persuasion. Oof. <laughs> uh, that's not going to work. So that was a four minus one. This is a three. She got it. She got herself an eight. <laughs> Um, yeah, that, that I was like, she might, she might lose. Um, um, I, I mean, unless you're gonna like, unless you're gonna like do something like, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like, I'm not gonna do this if, if you, she wants, she wants, she wants something for this. This is like not something she's just gonna do. Do we, do we've got it? She gives you a look that's like, <laughs> Um, Do we have any uh, medicines in our pack that could make someone sleepy? (laughs) 
No, no, <laughs> no. I mean, we've got like we've got some money, I guess we've got like um, she starts uh, looking through her pack. Um, so, yeah, you get you probably have like some basic stuff like uh, you have some rope. Um, you have probably maybe like a pickaxe, a light hammer, some like a, a bunch of quills, ink, that sort of stuff. Uh, it's probably some money. Um, and you also uh, have a little bit of some you, you probably also know some magic stuff. Uh, so you the type of magic that you asked for uh, was um, arithmancy. I think that's how you pronounce it. Arithmancy, mm-hmm. um, which is sort of like a divination kind of thing that's based out of math. Um, you also I, I decided that uh, that since you were doing like glass blowing, you can also produce and limited in limited ways uh, manipulate fire. But you don't have any way to just like fucking knock somebody out. All right. Um, I see that I also have fog cloud. You do also have fog cloud. But I also feel like I don't want to burn a spell slot on this guy. The thing is, though, the thing is, though, uh, there's only so much of this game that you're going to be playing. That's true. So, I mean, in, uh, the way I've I've broken this down, you have like four of those level one spell slots. Mm-hmm. So you could use fog cloud like a couple times. Oh, sweet. Uh, oh, I also have hypnotic pattern. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. What does that do? Ooh, <laughs> I create a twisting pattern pattern of colors that weaves through the air inside a 30 foot cube within range. The pattern appears for a moment and vanishes. Each creature in the area who sees the pattern must make a wisdom saving throw on a failed save. The creature becomes charmed for the duration. Uh, while charmed, the creature is incapacitated and has a speed of zero. That is delightful. Um, OK, so so describe to me how you trigger this. I had like sort of an idea for how I thought uh, quail might do magic, but I'd like to hear if you have have something in mind. Um I was thinking because we talked about having uh, basically spells. So I don't know if this works within the logic of the world, but having small bits of sort of like glass, glass and runes engraved in glass within kind of like small stained glass talismans, essentially. Oh, that's really cool. Uh, that that helped me focus uh, focus my magic and do these spells because I was not a particularly talented magic caster as a child. But this this helps me kind of focus the magic into specific spells. I really dig that. So there's actually a thing in D&D called an arcane focus. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's kind of it's usually like a totem or a talisman, an orb, a wand, that sort of thing. Um, so we'll say that you have uh, this sort of rune etched um, piece of glass mm-hmm. work that uh, that is your arcane focus. Um, is that a is that a consistent thing? Because I was envisioning like, oh, I have I have an an etched like stained glass thing for hypnotic pattern. I break it and that. OK, that's even better. That's really cool. That releases the spell. And so I can't use it again. Yes. OK, that that sounds good to me. Um, so, yeah, you. So you that that is really cool. Describe to me uh, you activating this and, and what it looks like when you you do it. Hey, hey, Comstock. Uh, yeah, we'll yes? we'll um, we do. We want to go on your tour, but. Oh, great. Everybody does. Do, where is the uh, where's the restroom? 
The restroom? Um, I mean, I suppose it's back there in the trees. That's where I go. Okay, okay, we've been we've been walking for for a little bit. Uh, I don't, uh-huh. I I I don't like boats, and oh, I'm. Well, it's a good thing you've been walking then. I'm gonna need to go. We can, we'll we'll meet you by the old mine building. We just need a little privacy. We'll just go and come back. We'll meet you in uh, five minutes at the old mine building. Well. Hmm. Um, I don't know if this would be. I guess this would be persuasion. Uh, roll roll me a persuasion check. All right. Let's see if this roll goes any better, and we'll see. How. And this is once again using charisma. Yes. Okay. So that is a ten. Okay. No. No. Let me know. Are, are you trying to buy time so that you can prepare this spell piece? Because because you, I would say that you already have that ready. Okay, so I am trying to find out where the old mine building is, and I'm trying to get him to stand stationary in one place. Okay. Because the <laughs> the spell okay. works in a 30-foot radius, I think. Yeah, um, it, it's actually a range up to 120 feet. Oh, sweet. Uh, oh, so, so... No, sorry. I guess you, you create... In a 30-foot cube. Yeah, yeah, um, you create it the thing within 120 feet of you and mm-hmm. then within a hundred within 30 feet of the hypnotic pattern it's affected um that makes sense um well uh i mean i'm not gonna let let you through unless you buy your tickets um you, you got you got yourself some cash i mean if you want to pay then you can go ahead uh lee lee can you can you can you pay the nice man how much? How much is it? Uh, like is is five gold enough? Well, five gold per person, sure. So he, uh, she, uh, reaches into her pouch, hands over five gold. He remind me again what what you had asked him to do. Um, wait for us by the old mine building. Well, okay. Uh, we're all I'll head down down there. Um, and you you go ahead and uh, you know, meet me down there when you're ready. All right, we'll we'll see you in a little bit. All right, all right. And uh, he he uh, hops off of the counter, which he has been still standing on this whole time, and uh, starts like what is it, frog stepping? Like he's just like starts walking real weird um, down the uh, center alley of these these uh, buildings um, to the tall metal shaft where the the mine starts. Okay, and that that also has the offices where the maps would be. Yeah, there's basically just like a a small like shed like building next to it, um, which you assume is is where the maps is maps are. Okay, great. As soon as he is. So I guess we kind of duck behind the fence that we were coming up Mm -hmm. on. And I guess as soon as he like is close to the building and about to turn around and kind of wait there. Can I just like break my thing and cast the cast the hypnotic pattern? Okay. Um so I, I think I will say one second. Size of a football field in feet. Uh so so the range that you can like trigger that is within 120 feet of you. Ah, okay. And I had said that the the town was Two football fields. So you're looking at about um, a lot more than that. Okay. Uh, so you could, I mean, you could walk kind of behind him and like duck behind a building. Mm-hmm. 
uh, if you wanted. Yes, we'll do that. Um, do I need to do a stealth? Roll me a stealth check, yeah. That's going to be um, dexterity, I think. That sounds right. All right, cool. I do decently on that. Okay, that's a 16 with my modifier. And his perception is going to be bad because he is facing away from you. Yeah, he he does not see you. Not at all. Not at all does he see you. Um, so you manage to uh, sort of walk down this this pathway. Um, you're passing. You pass by like an old uh, old blacksmith shop, an old cannery, um, a a general store, that sort of thing. A saloon that you just sort of see through these swinging doors. You see like mm-hmm. a really just falling apart piano um, in there, uh, and you make it to the. You make it, you know, next to one of those buildings and uh, crack that um, piece of glass. I guess maybe like a light. Do you have like an idea how you want how you want this to look when this triggers? Yeah, it's sort of like, you know, how when um, I think when it starts, it's sort of like when light hits like your phone or your watch and the kind of like spot starts and then that spot kind of like. Oh, that's really cool. Like grows into this, like it catches the person's eye and then kind of grows into the shimmering pattern that appears for a second. Nice. Um, so that that little light uh, like flies away from where you are and then to where he is and then cr- grows into that large pattern. Well, what is this? What? Wait, no, I, I can do that better. What's this here? Well, wait, no. Well, how do you do, little specter? That's what I want. That's the take <laughs> I want. Uh, All right. And, and he is going have to have to make to a wisdom. Yeah. Wisdom saving throw. So I have to beat your spell save, which is 13, 13. Um, that seems low. I feel like I feel like it should be higher than than this, but I think it's just 13. I have to beat um, this guy has very low wisdom, though. I'm <laughs> going to say minus three. Um, so I'm going to roll to see if uh, he gets if he fails to save. Oh, he got a nine. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, he uh, he totally falls prey to this um, this spell. All right. So it lasts up to a minute. So we we have to sprint into the shaft. OK, uh, yeah, you guys um, book it uh, down this uh, this path um, to the little shed. You open up the shed. The door is unlocked. Uh, and you see this uh, space that's just got a um, a little desk on it, a shelf with some papers, a pin board uh, pinned up against the wall, um, some hammers, a little pickaxe sitting there, a lantern, that sort of stuff. Um, do you grab anything uh, besides the um, papers? Do, what are you What are you looking for? Um, I grab the lantern. Okay. Um, I don't need matches because I can. Do I can light flame uh, myself? Um, do I see anything that's specifically like labeled as a map? Uh, roll me an investigation, which is um, wisdom. Uh, yeah, just wisdom. Ooh, not great. So that's an eight. Eight. Um, so you, I mean, you see a bunch of papers. Um, you do, you you do find um, a piece of paper uh, that has like. Uh, that appears to have a map of this this place. Um, you don't fi- notice anything else that might be useful. Mm-hmm. Um, just like this one sheet that has it's pretty big. Um, and it seems to have a bunch of information about the uh, the mine in it. All right, or just like a map of the mine. Okay, I'll grab that and go because I want to get into the mine before uh, before he snaps out of it. Okay, um, so you uh, walk over to the the mine shaft and there is. Um, sort of a lift 
uh, in this in this metal tower. Um, mm-hmm. And you uh, as you approach it, uh, you I guess you would step onto this. Uh, you have that grate, this metal grate that you pull to the side or Lee pulls to the side and she steps into the uh, the grate and then just starts like looking around. Um, I, I don't see where I don't see how to activate this thing. What do you do when she says that? I will look around for for some sort of lever or bank of levers that I can start like just pulling willy nilly. Cool. Um, so you start checking around the the shaft looking for levers. Um, you don't find anything like that, uh, but you do find a um, what appears to be a bunch of like uh, runes written into um, the wall of this little elevator carriage. Um, and they are they're in that spot where you might where your hand would normally go. Mm-hmm. And there, there appears to be like a missing a missing piece uh, in the center of those runes. Uh, and roll me an arcana check. Um, and what's my modifier on that? That would be intelligence. All right, cool. That's a 15 then. 15. Um, so you can tell that this is some sort of like arcane trigger kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You get the impression that normally it would be triggered using uh, like some sort of uh, key or gem or some piece like that. But you also know just from your own experience with with uh, arcana with uh Arithmancy, mm-hmm. um, arithmancy, arithmancy, mm-hmm. arithmancy. Um, you know that uh, these sorts of runes you could probably override with some uh, quick, uh, quick adjustments um, if you wanted to try that. Um, alternatively, you would need whatever the key stone is for this. Screw that! I don't got time. He's about to wake up. Nice. You know, he's only—he's only got a minute. I am going to take the rope that we have in our pack and tie it to something at the edge of the shaft, and then feather fall ourselves down the shaft. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. Um, so you uh you get underneath this um this thing, uh, tie up the rope, uh, and uh jump down into the uh, the pit. And uh, I think that's where we're gonna gonna end for today. Oh, what are you guys doing over there? It's not safe. Uh, Bye. And, uh, as you both um, hop down this hole, uh, and uh, Lee is very quickly like um, tight, very tightly holding the rope, even though you guys are falling very, very slowly. And uh, I think that's where we're gonna end things today. Excellent. Uh, so, uh, so how, how you doing? How you doing, Ellen? Are you having a good time? Yeah, I feel like. I don't know what I was supposed to be doing, but I feel like I've been using using some spells. That's good. I, I feel like normally people don't explore their spells to the full extent of their ability. Um, so, yeah, that's great. Excellent. You know, just in case there's probably going to run into a situation where we, like, trip over an open mineshaft and fall again, and then we don't have feather falls, so... Yeah, yep, yep. That might might end up being bad. But uh but hey listeners, um thank you for showing up uh and thank you for for listening to this and uh this has been great. Um hope you guys come back in next week as we see what is down in this deep down mine shaft. We'll, we'll see some ghosts. See some ghosts or something. All right, uh do you have anything um do you have anything you want to plug or uh say, Ellen? I did, but it it just left my brain. This is about is it about Kit Kats. You want to plug something about Kit Kats? Kit Kats. Maybe Kit Kat. Kitty Kat. I got cats. Kitty Kats. 
She got cats. I got cats. So, so, uh, listener, um, kitty cats. They're pretty cool. They're great. Uh, and uh, uh, check that out sometimes. Check out Geek Cats. Yep. It's, you know, you can find them on the internet. All yeah, you have you, to do. You definitely can. All you have to do is click on the internet. Just mm-hmm. double click that internet button and you'll find some Geek Cats. Some real cute Geek Cats. All right, guys. Uh, see you. See you in a couple weeks. Bye. to the joy drops for the use of not drunk as our intro and outro music find them at thejoydrops.com you can find us at sidecharacterquest.com at scq podcast on twitter or by email at sidecharacterquest at gmail.com This is going to get cut and put in the bloopers. This is me talking quietly. This is me talking loud. I just have to like back away as I get louder. Mm -hmm. Loud. Quiet. Quiet. And now I'm talking medium and I'm at medium distance. Okay. That should be good. Oh. Can you hear that? What? I Okay, so the one thing is that by keeping the cats out of here, that means that they want to get in here, and so they're going to start knocking on the door. Um, I will try to edit it out, but we will also just be like, hey, this is a thing that happened. So that, yeah, um, that's fine. Hey, folks, this is side care. I don't like that at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um how do I how do I go into these? Um, Usually you start somewhere else as a different character. That's Usually true. You stop trapped somewhere. Yeah, I. <laughs> yeah, and, I'm always in like a bunker or something. And the guest um, has to draw you out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I have been uh, summoned here, summoned forth. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to say a spoopy gust. <laughs> you can cut that into the bloopers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Also, you should totally do a um a master cut of every time you say you in that you bend. Thing. <laughs> there's there's a lot of them. Uh the way I had been envisioning it is that you're writing these patterns down on like paper mm-hmm. um and that you just the the reason like it, they would just sort of like dissipate afterwards and then you'd have to prepare them at the beginning of the day that sort of thing but like the having it on like pieces of glass that's that's really cool i like that a lot you know that they're uh that the town sort of sit sits in this uh you 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 you